a very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast with your host, Paul Lowe. Paul offers wisdom, insights and tips for living a healthy, meaningful, purposeful life. On the back of overcoming extreme adversity, Paul has a proven track record of achieving life-enhancing results. He offers empowering advice and guidance to help people develop a mindset for success so that they can live with more happiness and prosperity. Through his Mastering the Game of Life podcast and books, Paul also helps people to get their own inspirational messages and powerful stories out into the world, as well as being involved in supporting many charitable organisations in their development, fundraising and projects. Hello listeners and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today, I'm joined by a lady who's a Reiki master. Reiki, Reiki, I'm sure she'll put me right on the pronunciation in a moment. Um, The lady in question is Adele Stoneman. So Adele, very warm welcome to you. Hi, Paul. Nice to be speaking to you too. So, Reiki or Reiki? Put me out of my misery. Reiki, Reiki master, but it's pronounced in different ways, in different areas of the country. Yeah, yeah. It's Maybe a bit like, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's. I was about to say, um, Adele, it's a bit like with you and I, both coming from the UK, both coming from England, but we've got completely different accents, haven't we? Completely, we have, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, as no doubt, listeners, you will get to know as the conversation unfolds. And that conversation that Adele and I are going to be having is the game's changing. How will you master it? Now, that's a massive, massive question. And so Adele and I spoke a little bit off air about, okay, so what are we going to focus on? Because, you know, if you, I'm sure, listeners, if you ask that question to, to anyone in your uh, fraternity, and so, well, where, where do I even start? Well, Adele and I are going to start on the topic of relationships, because isn't it true that that runs through the heart of anything and everything that we do? So um, it's over to you for to start us off then. Tell us about, where do we start on relationships, Adele? Well, at the moment, with every all the change in the universe and the energies and the vibrations raising, um, a lot of my clients have been seen over the years, over the last 10, 15 years, they come back um, um, regular, really. Um, but recently, in the last 12 months, 18 months, it's all been about relationships, people ending relationships, relationships. Um, on good terms a lot of the time, uh, people's vibration going up and people looking for more connection in their relationships. It could be as they're getting older, uh, I have young people that want um, more soul connection in their rea- in their relationships. So as in the past, as we're, as we're going through our lives, we tend to look for different things in relationships. Uh, a lot of us tend to go um, for relationships, what we can get from that relationship, uh, what we need. Um, and then as you're spiritually working on yourself, you tend to go towards not what you need, but what you want. And it helps with your spiritual growth. So the relationships tend to um, have a massive turnaround as your spiritual growth um, heightens. Or, mm. or people say vibration goes higher. You tend to look for somebody of a similar vibration or a higher vibration. You tend to start attracting people. Obviously, you're attracting people because we've got lessons to learn um, and we mirror each other. Uh, But if we're coming from the right place, when we are going into these relationships, we can work on these lessons together 
um, which sounds quite easy, but you've got to get your ego out of the way, which is, tends to be what we, we all have from an early age. Um, as you're getting more spiritual, your ego tends to take a back seat. So then you're working at soul level with each other. Um, it's right. not always so, easy, but very rewarding when you sort out your lessons together. Yeah, so let me come in there, Adele. Let me come in there, if I may. You mentioned a word a few times there, which one or two listeners may or may not be familiar with. And so I don't want to assume that everybody knows what we're talking about here. Yeah. But that word vibration, what, what do you mean by vibration? Um, I feel personally, um, as you're working on yourself, you automatically, your ego has a backseat and you're looking for somebody to enhance your vibration. Um, if you go with somebody a bit lower than your vibration, um, it tends to cause a lot of egotistical problems. Um, if, if you're in a codependent relationship, so to speak, if you're with somebody that you depend on or you've been with somebody for a long time, um, and they're the breadwinner of the relationship or they've got a role in that relationship, it tends to become um, a relationship that's in a, been conditioned over the years. Um, as you tend to mature um, on different levels, uh, normally mature and also spiritually mature, um, what you want from life on all levels, as we've said, but with relationships, you want something to enhance that life and, and not to just, sometimes I think you're, um, what you're looking for changes when you've been with somebody for a long time. You can either move together, uh, change together, or you tend to drift apart. And I feel mm. that that's uh, becoming more aware with my client base, my friends and people close to me and myself over the last few years. So there's been a big shift in relationships uh, where obviously the women take a major role as well with um, uh, with their um, bringing things to the home. You know, they've got better jobs than they did years ago. They're taking over their own lives. So they don't need a man for what we did probably 30, 40 years ago. Um, so we're becoming more independent on that level. Um, and then when we are spending time with people, because we haven't got a lot of time, it's people that we want to spend time with, not people we need to, to get something out of it. Uh, so I think we're coming away from the codependency. And I do feel once you are in a good place with yourself um, and you find yourself worthy and the old saying, you love yourself, then you can give that love to somebody else. And because you love yourself unconditionally, good and bad parts of yourself, um, you tend to you find it easier to love somebody else unconditionally. I'm saying unconditionally flippantly because I don't mean violent or emotional abusive, but uh, if you can love the not so likable side of yourself and be vulnerable and admit you've got that side, um, you can also love that side of somebody else. So you're coming in on a much deeper level. So that how do we do that, Adele? How do we do that? It all sounds nice in theory. It, how do it, we do that? First of all, I think when we bury the side of our personality, our character, our um, conditioning that we don't like very much, and we're in relationships and something comes up and we think, oh, we don't like that, we'll just mask that, and you're burying it, um, the other person is not really seeing the real you. Uh, so as, as you're, if you're going on a spiritual journey or you want to enhance your life as you're getting older um, or just more advanced 
in, in different ways and you want to advance on your relationship. We tend to fall for people for different reasons and sometimes it can be lessons. Sometimes, as in my own case, I've been into relationships where I've needed to heal because that's obviously what I do for a living. So I've attracted people I've needed to heal. Um, we've become close friends. We've become romantic. We've, we've got somebody else on a certain path. But what you do when you get to that stage, you look at yourself and you think, well, I, I've loved that person like that, but I haven't loved myself because if I did, I wouldn't have accepted that and I wouldn't have accepted that. So you're putting somebody else's needs before your own when you start to put your own needs before the other person, you won't accept things that feel toxic. You won't accept the controlling or the, you're looking at it and you think, well, that isn't, um, you're not loving each other equal here. He's only loving me because he wants me to be like this or I need to be like this or I need to change that. But not just saying it comes from the other person, you do it also. You know, I don't want him to go on a, on a, uh, stag weekend you know it's going to cause a big trouble you can't you've got to come together as individuals with your own lives you've got to not be overpowering and suffocating you've still got to have your own individual life and the trust but until you can trust yourself and like yourself and love yourself it's very hard to get into a relationship when you don't because you're just accepting what's being given to you it's like, um, it's how we're brought up when we're younger. You know, we want our parents to like us, most of us. <laughs> um, so you go through life trying to please everybody before yourself. And I think the shift is you, tr you need to please yourself first. And it's so not... There's, there's a certain level of awareness there, Adele, isn't there? For, you know, if I'm, I'm listening to you speak now and it all sounds great and... Uh, and I'm playing a bit of devil's advocate here, as you, as you know. Hmm. I mean, you know, listeners, Adele and I know each other, so I can yeah. tease a little bit here um, <laughs> in as much that I know Adele knows the stuff, but I'm trying to put this across from a real kind of uh, where I was many, many years ago of, mm, this sounds, sounds very, very nice, but how do I, where do I even start? Because um, mm. be, when you're at the kind of, and I'll use the terminology that I used around myself when I was in victim mode for many years, Adele, at the bottom of the pile. That's, that was the language I told myself. And so it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so when you are at the bottom of that pile, looking up at that humongous mountain, it's very daunting, isn't it? Think, where do I even start? And then somebody says, oh, you start with the first step and to which you think, shut up, I don't need that kind of patronise. I mean, <laughs> you know, maybe I'm being too subjective here because that was my take on things many moons ago. But I think mm. this simplicity, Adele, of, you know, for people that are in real, real need of help and understanding, compassion, love, you know, there's loads of adjectives that we could use here. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, what's that one, that one little, if, if there is just one little spark that we can say, do you know what, it'll be okay. That metaphoric arm around the shoulder just to say, because we're not in the business of fixing people, are we? We yeah. don't have the right to fix people. It's not our mm. responsibility. That's but, right. Um, you know, as I say, I'm turning the clock back many decades now to say, Adele, where do I even start with this? Well, I've been there myself also. And at the time, people used to say, oh, love yourself first. And I say, oh, if I hear that again, but mm. not really grasping what loving yourself 
first was really I thought I did I do love myself I'm a nice person but the, it's come up again when somebody said to me what does it mean love yourself and now that I've gone through that journey over the last 15 20 years I realize because I've got children and I've got people that I love unconditionally um how I would treat my children if they was upset what I would do to help them if they were stressed and then I look at what I would do for them and what I would do for myself. I wouldn't do that for myself. This was a big shift. What mm. I would do for friends that I'm close to and other people have treated not very nice, straight away I'd be in there and say, oh, that's not right, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I would distract myself, detract myself from what was going on. I would, um, I would say, well, if you, if you feel that much for your friends, you should feel in feel that much for yourself and this is the stance you should take you know you're standing up for your friend but why are you not standing up for yourself or bringing yourself out of that situation so it was a bit of a twist for me so loving yourself I hadn't really loved myself because I want I love friends more I love my children more I love my partners more and my needs wasn't there and I think we all miss that love from a childhood in some certain ways, we could have fantastic parents, but we want that inner nurturing, that inner loving unconditionally. And we have to do that ourselves. And that's that I think that is the main thing is that we do really need to love ourselves and not need anybody in our life. And then when you're coming from that place, enjoying your life, um, it is a hard place when you're looking at because we tend to rely on relationships, friendships, family to give us this love that we have to find a way of giving it ourselves um, and it's even nurturing yourself feeding yourself good healthy food going on walks giving yourself time saying no to people um, and it's all these little things that people say and you think oh that's that's easy to you but it wasn't easy but it was just the penny didn't drop at the time and you hear it and then all of a sudden you hear it the third or the fourth time you think i know exactly what somebody's trying to say to me and I think it's that shift, that mind shift. When you're ready, you know what to do. And when you're low, like you say, you were low, you were a victim, you didn't know how to work your way up. It's pulling yourself out and giving yourself exactly what you want from the universe, from other people, and trying to nurture yourself first. And I think that is the main lesson I've learned in all relationships. It's not easy mm. to do. It's not easy to do when you're with your children and they want something from you. Um, and you know, well, this is going to have an effect on me and I don't really want to do this. So it, there's all that going on. It's not easy. But even if you can just explain to the person, I don't want to do this because. And it just keeps everything harmonious. And it's expressing yourself. And I think when you're in a confident place, expressing yourself. When you're in a victim place, you don't want to express yourself because you feel the rejection's going to come in again. And this is what we don't want, rejection. So we keep quiet and we just bury it. Um, but it's knowing that you are lovable yourself. You haven't got very nice sides to some parts of your personality, but you're working on them. And the fact that you're working on them to make you a better person for somebody else is a strong place to be. Um, it, is, it is hard to sort of, if you're sitting with clients, everybody's got a weakness in different areas. So it's, it's much easier to explain to somebody um, who's had a different life to me and still got problems with relationships. So to say on the mass, I think the main thing I would say is to nurture and love yourself. And that is a big 
plus in raising your vibration, raising your awareness of what you will accept and what you won't accept. Mm. Okay, so one of the listeners, one of the things that I've come across, I think regularly, we're, we're talking to many different people, obviously sharing many different perspectives, is what I term the three levels of relationship. And one is with source. Uh, that can be a higher power, that can be God, that can be the universe, you know, that most something greater than we are. We might not even understand that. In fact, I've yet to meet anybody that does fully understand it. So that source, which the Mogul says that that's the highest level of relationship. The second highest is our relationship with ourselves. And then our third, following on from that, is relationship with others. So what's your thoughts around those, those three levels, Adele? Um, I feel source is your inner knowing. Um, when I explain to clients uh, that your, your mind is your chatter, your negative talk, it's hell on earth sometimes when you're listening to it. When you quieten your mind by spending time on your own, meditating, walking, um, having holistic healing, just giving yourself time to do what you want, you start to have this inner knowing, that little voice, your little soul or your little spirit, that you haven't heard for years because your mind has been overtaking, over-talking you and it's loud. All of a sudden, this inner voice gets as loud as your mind and you've got two voices and you listen to the one that gives you the most pleasure, the highest voice. And that's your soul, that's your spirit that's been trying to give you this inner knowing. But because there's been so much going on, so much clutter, and you haven't been giving yourself time and love, you haven't been listening to that inner voice and all of a sudden that inner voice gets as loud and sometimes it's a bit scary you think oh my god that takes me out of my comfort zone uh, I'm a bit scared I'm a bit fearful uh, good change is as scary as bad change you know being in a in a, the same situation for years a volatile relationship to come out of that is very scary but this little voice gets stronger and stronger the more you love yourself And it gives you the power to listen and know that that inner voice, that inner knowing is the path that you should be taking. Um, Mm. And I feel that voice is what gets louder. And that's the voice that you start to listen to when you do start loving yourself. So Um, uh, from, from your take upon that then, Adele, if I'm hearing you correctly, are you saying that there's two levels of relationship, not three, because... The first and the second, i.e. the higher power, source, mm. call it what you will, and, and ourselves, we're one anyway. Is, yep. is that what you're saying? And then obviously there's our external relationships with, you know, our family, our friends, our, our partner, etc., cetera, yep. etc. Cetera. So that's a simpler model, isn't it? Because there's only, there's only two levels of relationship there. One with ourselves and, and, our, and our, inner, in our inner knowing which are, yeah. can be very split, as you say, once that mind chatter starts getting hold of us and the ego then chips in, and, oh, you know, you know you, you know you don't want to do this because this will happen. And, and, and what gives you the right to think you, you can achieve this? Who do you think you are? Know your station. You know, one of the things I, I was brought up with listeners um, from a very early age was boys like us don't go to to university boys like us go to prison that Mm. was from a very early age because i come from a very tough inner city part of um 
of Nottingham in England. And, and that was it. And I believed that to be true until I broke the mould. And when I mm. broke the mould, it was like a budgie flying out amongst sparrows. Everybody oh, tried to attack me. That's right. That's right. And that was exactly, I came up in a poor part of Birmingham. And, um, you know, you, you're not supposed to go on to higher education. You're supposed to get married and have children and just let the the father and the husband go out to work. It was very old fashioned, the way he was brought up. Um, mm. And you looked around and that's what was happening. And then you gradually, I broke the mould, my sister broke the mould. Mum and dad sort of was proud of us, you know, they didn't think we'd do it. And then you knock on effect with your children. Um, but you have a, because you've been brought up there, you don't judge anybody. You see everybody as the same. You feel on the same level. You don't feel better than anyone. You don't feel less than anybody. You're coming from a balanced place. And you're, you, you've known people that have been really low that have achieved a lot and they've got their own businesses and they're millionaires now. And you also know people that you was at school and they had everything and they're in a different place. It's, I feel that the main thing is you have to listen to that inner knowing, that inner knowing, that confidence that you've got to say, this is the right path. And it sounds very easy to do. And sometimes the hard knocks in life get us here. Uh, we don't always need to have hard locks in life. Um, but just knowing which voice we should be listening to. And like you say, the voice that's conditioning, the upbringing, the, um, the way we've been brought up. And how do you break that mould? And then you're listening, you think, no, this doesn't feel right. And I think the main thing is as well, is it's an inner feeling. You know what feels right and what doesn't feel right. You know what's right, what's wrong. Um, even though we don't know right and wrong, that's judging. But what feels right for you personally? And then, and I think this inner higher source, this higher knowing, I do feel like when you're at a certain vibration, to start to bring people in at the same vibration. And that's that deeper connection. That's that soul family. We are all one. We're all down here to learn different lessons or to remember lessons from previous lives. Um, and we're all meant to meet each other, no, no such thing as coincidence. And we go on this journey and I, I had a friend at school I'd, I hadn't seen for 30 years. And I thought, oh my gosh, when she asked to see me 30 years later, are we going to get on? Are we not? We hadn't seen each other 30 years. And we were both, I'm, I believe that I'm spiritual. I feel spiritual. I do spiritual work. She believes she isn't. She is spiritual. She's a very spiritual being, but she just comes across without the terminology that we use. Spiritual-wise, she's just... Um, I can, she's a nurse at a big hospital in London, so that's been her background. That's been her teaching. But she is a very spiritual being, and we just hit it off like there hadn't been 30 years between us. Now I could meet somebody else from that same time, and we are completely different. But obviously... She, she was meant to come back into my life for certain reasons, which I won't go into. Um, so I do feel that certain people are in your life. I, I've known people that have got divorced and seven years later they've met up and they're, they're totally two different souls and they get back together. Um, so it's it, just because you're on a certain vibration now and you meet somebody that isn't and it's took you 15 years to get there, it doesn't mean that somebody else can't get there in five months or five weeks. It, it, mm. You know, it's not just, oh, I've been doing this spiritual work for 25 years, so I'm of a higher vibration. I don't believe that. I believe that when the time's right and you're ready and the light bulb moment happens, um, it, it, it's a lovely feeling. It's an awakening. 
Um, mm. And then all these inner knowings and the higher guidance and the um, your intuition, it all heightens. And then it starts to roll. It, things fall into place. You start to go with the flow. But, it, you know, you can come off that roller coaster and go back and we you know we're down here for the human experience so we do come off that roller coaster we do have our down days we're allowed to things happen and you think oh my gosh how has that happened that's happened before it's probably happened before for you to look at it again to have a different perspective on it to change it um when you're in a good place yes you look back and you can laugh at things and you think oh i can see the bigger picture the big jigsaw puzzle uh, but when you're in a low place, that's the time when you do need to pull yourself away from um, negativity, from people that drain you, um, go away for a weekend, spend a weekend in the house, you know, pull yourself away some, and just start listening to you rather than everybody else that's around you. Because sometimes mm. when you're in a low place, you attract people in a low place. So you're attracting a different vibration and they're giving you wrong information. Or, or wrong advice so it's nice to get yourself in a certain place before you start attracting people and you know asking somebody of a lower vibration what would you do in this situation and you're low anyway so you go and do it and you in a worse hole than you was before you started um so the the intuition and the higher source is the main the main path that i think we need to start listening to it and becoming more intuitive with um and that's getting to know ourselves and then we put out a different character to the people that already know us and some people love it and go on our journey with us and other people think oh my gosh i don't like the way this person's changed she's not that nice person anymore because you've started to say no <laughs> you know so we do lose people on, along the way but you also gain people too you're attracting like like attracts absolutely so i want to ask you towards as we come towards the uh, the close now Adele, i want to ask you a big question i'm going to park that question for a moment um yeah. so obviously all this stuff you've shared the insights with us i want to ask you to share your contact details how can people find you um you know how can they reach out to you you know just to get to know you a bit better what's your contact details adele uh, well, I work under the heading of Idyllic Holistics. Um, so I have got a Facebook page under Idyllic Holistics um, and people tend to contact me through Facebook, personal message, through the Idyllic Holistics. Um, I do have telephone conversations on relationships. I do Reiki healing, Reiki teaching. At the moment, there's lots of uh, relationships issues going about as we've talked about so a lot of telephone consultations um so yes if they if you want to get in touch with me through facebook that's fine under adele tracy stoneman that's an easier way if you don't want to go through the holistics or, or email address should i give you my email address no, because we've, we've, we've got enough there. I mean, we'll put these okay. in the show notes, um, Adele, um, because otherwise we end up with a real kind of long list of, of contacts. <laughs> and, uh, and, and actually, we might, listeners, we might put one or two more in the... Uh, I'm more interested in using the time to ask this big question, this, this big question. So I want you to imagine, and I do this with guests, Adele, yeah. so listeners, listeners will know exactly what's happening here. Um, 
what do I do? So I want to imagine that we've just met in a hotel reception and we're both going up to the first floor. So we're going up one level. So what's that, 30 seconds? No more than 30 seconds, because when that, that door opens, Adele, we're going to go away as strangers, never see each other again. But before we get in the lift, the elevator lift, I say to you, Adele, do you know the game's changing? How will you master it? You've got 30 seconds till that lift goes to the next floor to tell me, Adele, how will you master the game that is changing? And the lift doors have just opened. I would listen, start to listen more and go with the flow and see what's coming in. Um synchronicities take more and more notice of synchronicities go with the flow what people say to you what appears on the tv what you read about or no coincidences it's all synchronicities and to be more aware of that brilliant brilliant i love the love. power and the simplicity of what you've said so there we have it listeners adele tracy stoneman i, I like how she used a middle name i really like that <laughs> telling us about the games changing and how you will master it. So all that remains for me to say now, and you know what's coming, listeners, as it always does, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. If you found it interesting and helpful, drop a line to Paul via paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have He'd love to hear from you and he'd be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at www.paul-low.com. Remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts.